Hello and thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Your free podcast will start here in just a second. I did want to say thank you to everyone who nominated our show for Willamette Week's Best of Portland 2016 Reader Poll. We really appreciate it and we would really appreciate your vote now to get us that actual title. How you can do it is by going to wweek.com, that's wweek.com, and then clicking on their Best of Portland Who Will Be the Best in 2016 link. Go to Personality Media. We are under the podcast section. Just throw us a vote. It's free. Only takes a second. Cost you an email address. And that's it. Go to wweek.com and vote for Fun Employment Radio for Best Portland Podcast. Thanks so much. And here's your show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. You're going to have to start calling people like Sunny, or <laughs> you're going to have to come up with some like, hey there, whippersnapper. I have to because I just have to embrace it. This is what has mm-hmm. happened at this point. You are, that's how they look at you. <laughs> they they do. see you as that older person that they who do. needs help. I know. Well, I don't want I don't want help, and I don't want to like try and pretend like I'm younger, but I still want to be able to be me. Yeah. Are you gonna have to get one of those extra big like cell phones or something like that with the like the big numbers? Oh yeah, the ones that you can mm-hmm. only call like emergency numbers mm-hmm. or you're like you know your doctor. Right. Yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> no, that's it. I think I need one of those. Okay. I think that's what it is because that's that's how they're looking at you. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nebler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. The jitterbug, you that's what it's called. For finding us, wait, wait what? The, <laughs> the jitterbug? The jitterbug, that's the giant phone. Oh, that's the name yeah. of the phone? <laughs> yep, Of course, exactly it's called it the jitterbug. <laughs> wow. It's called the Charleston or something like that. <laughs> what, what, was the, what were the other dances they did? It was the jitterbug, the Charleston, wasn't that one? I think so. Like back in the day? I, wow, the jitterbug. I, what, that is now hilarious. Now I have to be educated on like old timey dances. I don't know. Or to like have conversations with I'm, people. I'm just assuming the that's The jitterbug, the Charleston. Uh-huh. I don't know, yeah. the, the electric slide? <laughs> I, I think that's a little bit of a different era. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure what that is. I mean, that's a that's an act, I think, uh, not, a, <laughs> not a dance. Um, all right, before we go too far, I do want to remind everybody, of course, Sarah, you know, you were out the last last couple of days. I sure we're was, gonna, Greg. We're going to talk about this. Okay. But in case you were out, you know, I know you uh, you had some time on your hands. Yes, Did so you, much time. I was just lazing just, about. Just so lazy. Just, just so lazy. laying around, not doing anything. <laughs> I would imagine you... Probably did some online shopping, Sarah. I sure did, Greg. Thank you for uh, understanding. I, I feel like you, you were spying on me. Right. Well, that's because of what I put on your computer. But that's a different issue. No. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, so, did you buy the spyware that you put on my computer by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link? Sure did. Right. Uh, no, but go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link if you're going to do any shopping online. That's what we were going to tell everybody. Actually, I did use it last night. I bought. Um, because I, I read them a long time ago and I have something you should be telling us. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's fine. I mean, nobody's going to know what I bought using our link, but nonetheless, I can talk about it if I want to No, a long time ago. I read all these books. I used to be a huge Stephen King fan and just over the years, I just dropped off and I haven't read as much, but I'm so excited about the dark tower movie that's coming out and I can't find my, my original books. I think. I think they were so old they burned in my fire like years ago that oh, I had. Oh, no, that's a long time. It was a long time. So I haven't read them in a long time, probably 15 years. And so I reordered them 
to, uh, the other day. Very on, cool. On yep. Last night, actually, I did that. You know, our buddy Tuggy, uh, actually, because I'm uh, currently reading the Sandman series. Thank you, uh, Chris Walsh, for letting me borrow the them. The Sandman series versus the Dark Tower series. And while I, while I was uh, taking my, my break, my, my sick break, I did finish Sandman book seven. I'm getting <laughs> ready to move on to book eight. I'm very excited. But our friend Tuggy, actually, because um, I was telling him about how awesome it was, and he actually went to Amazon.com, clicked on the Amazon link, and purchased the entire Sandman series as well. Ah, wow. All right. And I kept trying to show. All right, I'll tell you. That's a that's a separate story. I'll tell you some other time. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm trying to explain graphic novels to my mom and how I'm not reading children's books. <laughs> that was that was a really fun conversation. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna have to get into that at another <laughs> yes. point because I want to yeah. hear that conversation. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Uh, also coming up on the show today, we are going to be joined by. Mark Geary, musician. He's an Irish musician. An authentic Irish mu- an uh, auth- musician. Authentic? Are there? Well, I suppose authentic. Yes, he is from Ireland. No, it's true. He is from Ireland, and he even is uh, he's chock full even with an Irish accent. Yeah, well, a bonus on top of it. Well, our friend Mike, who you know hooked us up with him, knows this. He's like, and I think he has an Irish accent. He has an, an Irish accent. Yes. Well, he is from Ireland. That that makes sense. That does it does make sense. It does make sense in the world. That does make sense. <laughs> no, he's he's fantastic, and he's going to be in here in just a little bit, uh, talking about his career. And I want to ask him about New York. He was there in like a really specific time, and and all of that stuff. And he's going to even maybe play a song for us, Sarah, oh, awesome. with his Irish accent, I believe. I picked an awesome day to come back. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Oh, how cool. So he's going to be joining us. And well, this is all Greg and, booking it. Thank you. I mean, like, the you know, the wheels would fall off the, is it the train, the truck? The, I don't, I don't Whatever. know. You know, if, if Greg wasn't here just chugging along and keeping everything going on. So well, thank but you, Sarah, Greg. But Sarah, you were here yesterday. You are forgetting that you were here. What do you mean I was here? You were I here wasn't yesterday. Here. My name is Sarah oh. X. Dillon. And I think you're the most amazing and strongest person that I have ever met. Your biceps are so big and strong, like they are made out of diamonds. You don't remember all these wonderful comp- compliments oh, you were giving me my yesterday? Oh, God. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Robo Sarah was here yesterday so just because you couldn't strong, be strong like diamonds? <laughs> I mean, oh you God, said all these amazing things about me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> I decided you still, Tristan was in here uh, subbing in for you yesterday since you weren't here. But yeah, Robo Sarah was here joining along and you know. Greg, I've been meaning to tell you, I think that you're probably the perfect height and your hair is also very ample. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sarah. I like Robo Sarah quite a bit. I'm not going to lie. I bet you do. Robo Sarah was pretty awesome. Oh my God. So funny. Yeah, you mentioned my biceps being like diamonds several times. That but is anyway, so weird. Um, <laughs> How would you even come up with that? That's pretty funny. You're such a weirdo. So, but the reason <laughs> Robo Sarah was here yesterday was because you had pretty much lost your voice. I had lost weekend. my voice. I was in pain. I um, so I did. In fact. I did acquire strep throat over the weekend, which yeah. is awful. But I mean, thankfully, I caught it right when it started. I was very lucky that I decided to. I'm like, something doesn't feel right. I'm not one to really like be like, oh, I don't feel good. I'm going to the doctor. Like usually, I'm just like, I can make myself feel better. Yeah, which but is I could not just, which the is case. not always the case. And this one in particular, I could tell. Like I woke up one morning, I'm like, oh, this is. This feels different. Like, I, you shouldn't feel like you, you know, swallowed a sack of needles and, like, make it feel okay. Like, it honestly was so painful. And I, I, I have not been in that much pain in a really long time. Like, all right, I'm going to do this. Bite the bullet. I'm going go to the, go to the doctor. And sure enough, the half doctor in me, Greg, 
was you right. were not half doctor because your dad is a doctor. It was right, and I did say so. You know, the doctor when I went. Wait, in you were right asked, that you had strep throat. That's not really like that big of a diagnosis. It was pretty good, no, because she was like, "Well, it could be a virus. It could be something else." I'm like, "I'm pretty sure that's strep throat." And she's like, "Okay, well." And I told her the symptoms, and then they did like the strep test, and uh, I came back, and I was. Just, is that like, what you told the doctor? Like, yeah, I knew it was strep throat before. No, I came she in. said, "What do you think?" My I'm dad's like, a well, doctor. I'm pretty sure it's strep throat because my dad's a doctor, so I'm half doctor. No, I'm just. Did like, you no, tell her you were half doctor? No, but I, I had strep throat like ten years ago. And I remember, because you don't forget how painful it is. If anyone's had strep throat, you know what it's like. It is just, have you ever had it? Oh, yeah. It is, it is as, awful. I, as a child, I had pretty much every- Every ailment. Everything you could have. I mean, I didn't have too many of the ear infections. That was only a couple of I times. I had a lot of those. A lot of strep throat, a lot of pink eye. Um, bo- both of those things I endured quite a bit. Yeah. Bronchitis. Um, pretty much every kind of flu you could this get. Is Chicken pox. Strep, like it sounds like about when, you, when you hear people talk about how bad it is, like, because I've heard people talk about it and you're kind of like, oh yeah, strep throat, whatever. You you forget how bad it is until you have it. And it is oh, yeah. just, it is no joke. It is no joke. I could not eat. I could not drink. I couldn't cry, even though I wanted to. You can't yawn. You can't mm-hmm. sleep because if you shift from one way, all the needles seem like they shift to one side of your face. Flip the other side, they shift to the other side. It's yeah, just... It sounds horrible. And you well, are not contagious right now, correct? I am not contagious. So I got on antibiotics uh, first thing Monday morning. You are not contagious within 24 hours of taking your antibiotics. I have not been near anybody. So as of 9 a.m. yesterday morning, I was no longer contagious. So I haven't okay. been in the studio. I haven't been around anybody. Okay. I have not touched anything. And then it's been a full 24 hours since I became non-contagious. So All I'm, right. I'm fine. Everything's okay. fine. It's good. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it was it was just so painful. I still can't really. I, should, should I be talking about what? Should I tell you about my diet now? Because I came up with an amazing Wait, diet. Your diet. Or should I tell you about what happened on my drive home? Because there were two things that happened. Let me, to me. Let me hear about this diet that okay. you supposedly have. So now. I so for the past you know three days I haven't really been able to eat anything. I've tried, and every time I do, I just end up. Oh yeah, strep throat is miserable. I've it tried, is not. I've, fun. I've tried mash. I tried eating mashed potatoes. I tried eating uh, applesauce. I could eat, I could do applesauce. Mashed mm. potatoes feel like sandpaper. They're mm-hmm. so like I wouldn't think that like th- foods that you think would be good, yeah, are the most painful things. So I've been able to get like uh, soft like noodley soups mm-hmm. and tea. Yeah, but you're not a soup person. I'm not a soup person. So I've decided the other thing that I was able to do is French fries. French okay. fries are very squishy. They have they have some of the nutrients that you need. You know, they have the the potatoes, which are good for they're they're good for you. Really? For the yeah, tell me, system. half doctor, what is it? How does that work? So I have been. How surviving, are French fries healthy for you? So I have been surviving on my new diet, that uh, is Sarah's <laughs> strep throat diet, which I would like to, which consists of uh, two ingredients. The first of which is French fries. Second of which is hot tea. Hot tea. You don't like tea. I don't, but you, you know never what? Drink it feels tea. amazing there's, on there's my There's two throat. things I know about you. You hate tea and you hate soup. I am really anti-tea, but you know what? This girl has turned around. Strep throat Sarah likes tea. Really? Tea and french fries are my strep throat diet, which is going to get this girl ready for uh, tropical summer, I think. I don't. My tea and french fry diet. I don't I'm see how that could possibly go really wrong. sure that's how that works at all. Mm. I don't think that is actually going to be a very beneficial to you in the long run but i mean i'm glad you can get something to eat mm-hmm. while you're sick but i'm just saying i i don't really think that's that's exactly how you would call that a diet uh, i don't know i'm feeling of, pretty and I don't good think you should keep telling people that are listening that you're a half doctor and that you are giving them a diet to, good. to work off pretty of good. i don't know you know what i'm saying it's like they're soft like they have some sustenance to them because you can only drink so much broth like i need some i need you know something with a little with a little oomph to it 
And so, you know, I'll have like, I'll, I'll take my vitamins and I have, I'll drink like cider as well. But the bottom, you know, to get like my vitamin C, drink lots and lots of water. I have had more water in the past three days than I think I've drank in my entire life. Wow. It is like, I could probably win like a water chugging contest and not die like that <laughs> radio station. You should enter into yeah. a water chugging contest <laughs> exactly. right now. I, I totally How could. much water do you think you could chug right now? Oh, a lot. Like uh, my parents have, I don't know, a pretty big a gallon? size. Could, uh, you, could you chug a gallon? You think you could hold a gallon of water in there? And how long? Mm, I should have got it, but like tomorrow before we start the show, you have you have the whole show. You know to that drink. people die from drinking too much water, right? Well, we're gonna have waivers signed and all that oh, stuff, okay. so that'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, we'll be okay. I really that. don't think that it's the a good business idea for me to covered. chug a bottle of water before the show tomorrow. I'm just saying, you're sitting here bragging about how much water you can drink. I, it's true, though. I can't. So my parents have a giant like a uh, water pot. So anyway, I, I had to. I went up to Bremerton for a family uh, for a family thing for a couple days. So I uh, just drove back this morning. But when I was in Bremerton and staying there. Um, they have like a giant, you know, like coffee maker, but you know, you can run like hot water through it to make tea. And so it's like a big pot in one afternoon. I went through four pots of that water. Yeah. Like four pots just with tea on top of like glasses of water and like different kinds of things. This is, <laughs> yeah, so that's good. So anyway, that's my it's new diet. Good. That's my new diet. Uh, tea and French fries. There we go. Okay. And, uh, so anyway, moving forward. So when I was driving back today, I just drove back from Bremerton this morning and we've talked about this before, about how there's this new trend that's going on with the, um, you know, with this company. It's a great company. It seems like a really great company. Well, there's for. a couple of things here, too, with yeah. this. Because one is, as we were referencing earlier, you are a ma'am now. You have I enter- am a You ma'am. have entered the age range where you are a ma'am to people. There are people young I enough am. that they look at you, they don't see a semblance of, you're in my age range. Oh, okay, so we're kind of peers. No, you are old. You are old to them. And but that then is it. You've I'm still this... young to old people. But that's different. It's not That different. is so different. It's no, I love different. how you're trying to justify this, how you're trying to put that into your mind. No, of... I had somebody tell me the other day that they were surprised that I knew what 1984 was. Right. And how old was that person, though? Like 40. No, how old was that person? I don't know. Probably, probably a lot older than that. But right, anyway, maybe in like their 50s, but that's not old anymore. Well, either that's like it's not. It's not that old anymore because you're old. You're old now. And that's that's one of those things you have to start wrapping your your head around. No, you're not, you know, you're not 80, but to somebody who's 22, you're old. You're an old person. Mm. And that's kind of how it is. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, but you have to adjust to that part of life. You are a ma'am. It is true. It is true. And I'm getting it more and more every day. And I even got it today. Yeah. And I wasn't even uh, Excuse me, ma'am. Do you need some help? Ma'am. Uh, ma'am, ma'am, can I pick that up for you? If people ma'am, certainly, if I drop something and someone leans down to help me pick it up, I'm like, oh fuck, that's it. Ma'am, are you trying to find the bathroom, ma'am? <laughs> ma'am, you look a little lost. Can I help ma'am, you find ma'am, something? Can I, can I help you out here? Ma'am, are you looking for the adult diaper section? <laughs> no. So today, I was driving home, driving uh, down I five, and you know, lots of small towns, and one of which I decided to stop in. I need to get some gas, and I wanted to get some coffee, some iced coffee. Feels good on the throat. And so I drove through. It was one of the small towns up in near Bremerton? No, no. It's uh, it's closer to Portland. Oh, okay. All right. I'll just, well, I won't say specifically what one it is, but it has a Dutch Brothers in it. And there are Dutch Brothers that are all like peppered up and down. Okay. High five. You're not going to say what the city is, but you're going to say what the Dutch Brothers is. Well, fine. He didn't do anything wrong. It was the Dutch Brothers in Kelso. That's where it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but a lot of people don't know what Dutch Brothers is. So okay. Dutch Brothers is a chain of coffee. They're 
they're pretty much all drive throughs I don't think there's any sit-down restaurants. They're drive throughs They started in Oregon, like Medford, and now they've spread up and down the West Coast. So that, I think they're in Arizona and stuff now, too. Mm. But and they're, they're great, and they have affordable, good coffee. Like right. I really like the place. But they are very much known for their very peppy staff. They are super notorious to know if be like their staff is, staff is like, you have to go on like a day where you can handle someone being like, Hey, how are you? What's going on? Isn't it a beautiful day? Oh, blah, blah. like you have to be able to handle it. Let's put some flair on your jacket. Um, yeah, like you really. Uh, but the thing is, they are so nice, <laughs> and they genuinely mean it. And it's not like they're they're and they're all like really attractive people. It's always attractive people, and they're always young, and they're really like friendly and like really like they're doing everything right. To be honest, mm-hmm. like they're doing everything right. It's just sometimes I think a lot of us are just too curmudgeonly to mm. handle it. And it can be a little overwhelming. Like if you just if you just want to get a cup of coffee hey, and just you go about poppers? your business, like don't go through a Dutch Brothers. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. But if you want to have like you know you want to see like a nice looking person who gives you a nice cup of coffee for a good price, like it's a great place. I really like going there. I enjoy yeah. my experience there. So today I was driving through, and you know I was driving back, and I was at the tail end of my trip, just getting ready. So I I just headed to the studio uh, from after my drive. So anyway, so I pull up. And I'm wearing, I have these new glasses, Greg. Have you seen these? These are, so I have lots, I have a sunglasses problem. So I wear lots of different sunglasses. And the ones that I have in particular today are these circular black ones mm-hmm. that are rounded. They're like black, uh, like black frames with like mirrored lenses. Okay. So they're kind of, they're kind of cool. I kind of like them. Yeah. So I was I think wearing you're, you're pretty these. hip. Yeah. So I pull up to the drive-thru and this guy immediately, like, you know, like 21, 22 year old, you know, like good looking blonde kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my car window is right there and, you know, the uh, the ordering window is right there. And, of course, he leans, like, way out. Hey. And he's just, like, really close to me. He's just like, hey, how you doing today? Hey, want some poppers to go with that? Stop What's, saying some poppers. Sliders? They do I'm not trying to remember poppers or sliders. <laughs> I'm trying to remember everything they say in office space. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. It's that guy. So this is, like, the first human interaction I've Whoa, had. Whoa, sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I, I saw my mom this morning as I was leaving, and then I... And then I talked to this guy. These are my two human interactions. And this was like, you know, two and a half hours later. And uh, so he's like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, ah. So it's so jarring that he's like, he's very friendly. Again, may I just say this, like not being creepy, but he's really friendly and like leaning out the window. I think like uh-huh. trying to like involve me in the yeah. conversation. Yeah. And so Let's I'm get pumped. Like, <laughs> so, so I'm like, of course, as soon as he says, like, I know exactly what I want because I was, I get the same thing. I know what I want, but he's all of a sudden like, you know, like I'm going blank because he's like yelling in uh, my face. I'm uh, like, uh, I'm like, hi. How's your day going? I'm good. I'm good. Um, okay. And so he's like close to me. He's probably like, you know, a foot and a half away from my face. A little too close for my comfort, I must say. But I have my sunglasses <laughs> on. So they're kind of like my force field. I'm like, okay, I have my sunglasses on. So I'm uh, just, so I ordered. Want like, a raspberry oh, scone? <laughs> so I ordered, but I always get a, I got my. Um, got a caramel meat. macchiato? Jesus Christ, Greg. <laughs> I could do go to this job for one day, I think. I need a robo Greg today. That way I can control it. <laughs> so I uh so I ordered my iced uh, a medium iced coffee with uh, some half and half and three equals. Half so I, <laughs> Wait, medium iced coffee. That is that is an old person drink. No, it's not. A medium say it again. A medium iced coffee with uh half and half and three equals. 
And three equals. What, yes. How did you get to the the point where you determined because it I was tried three the equals? Di- All right. So that's interesting that you ask me that. So uh, so I decided by trying the different ones. Because I don't put anything in my coffee really, mm-hmm. other than maybe a little bit of cream. So I've I always wonder how people determine exactly which ones for them and how many. Well, it takes some time and some patience. Okay. And a little. You have to you know be willing to take a gamble. It might not oh. always be the best. Yeah, because what if you put too much in, then it's just ruining your cup? I know. It's like, do I want four? Do I want two? Do I want one? Do I want none? Do I want uh-huh. all of them? Like, it's very complex. Very difficult thing. So, uh, yeah. So I tell him, and so he's just like, hey, did you say equals? And I'm like, yes. Do you have equal? I'm pretty sure you have oh, equal. Oh, tell me you had an like, anecdote about equals. Oh, he sure hadn't had an anecdote about equals. Okay. So he's just like, hey. And there's the other, like, young, you know, like, young buck, like the 19-year-old guy, you know, who has, like, a little scraggly, like, goatee and, like, a backwards hat. Oh, what are those guys? He's like, hey, Jim. I was He's like, guy. hey, this lady's ordering an equal. She's getting equals in her coffee. And he's just like, oh, no way, man. I'm like, oh, <laughs> wait, is- this turned into a thing? Yeah. So this turned into a thing. And then there was a girl. So. There's the blonde guy, the close talker guy, okay. the guy in the back of the scraggly beard and the backwards hat. And then I shit you not, on top, so like uh, when you're in the drive-thru, there's the whole coffee bank thing. There was a tiny blonde girl on top of the coffee machine cleaning it. What? She had crawled on top she of the coffee machine? She crawled on top of the coffee machine because it's kind of like a food cart kind of thing. Okay. And she was like, I didn't see her at first. And then her head popped out and she's like, oh, she got an equal. I'm like, <laughs> what, what the, the fuck is going on? What, what is it with equals in this place? So let me tell you this. I guess they were all bored earlier this morning when they had been working. They'd all been there since like six or whatever. So they decided to do a sugar taste test. So this oh. is like a, a fresh new thing in their mind. So he's like, oh, I got to tell you, we were tasting all the different fake sugars and the real sugars. And I got to say, you chose wisely. We all thought Equal was the best taste in one. And they're Whoa. Like, like, yeah, we liked Equal. I'm like, fuck, this is way too much for me before I've even had any coffee. That is a lot that's going on. It was a lot that's going on. Like the blonde girl in particular with the pigtails who popped her head out. It was like I was in Fraggle Rock or something. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, she said Equal. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Did they launch into a group song at that yeah. point? And then they start telling them, and he's just like, oh, you know, because Stevia was a little too sour. And then we also didn't like, uh, I don't know. How many start... different kinds are there? Real quick. I think there are a bunch of different kinds. Stevia? Yeah, that's one. Yeah, and like. NutraSweet, that's one, right? Yeah, and that, that's one, like Sweet and Low, all those ones. Sweet and Low, and they're all different? So they were tell, yeah, they're all different. I mean, I can tell the difference. I don't know. Like, some people are prefer ones more than others. I could taste it. Like, Diet Coke, I don't like the flavor because yeah. that's NutraSweet, isn't it? I, I don't know. I'm not the expert. I don't. Okay, fine. Really, if it's not equal, you Dutch don't know. Brothers and okay. Kelso are. Okay. So, uh,. So as I'm like, they're stirring my drink and they're like, three equals, huh? And I'm like, oh my God. Whoa. And so then the blonde guy, you know, at, at Dutch Brothers, they have this thing where they have a tablet if you use your card. And then oh, they okay, like, yeah. type it in and then uh-huh. they swipe your card it. and then you like type in your whatever tip amount you're giving them. And so as I'm giving their tip, he's just like, yeah, I've never really tried those not uh, those fake sugars before. I, I guess like, I guess I won't try them until I get old. <laughs> And then for a pause, he said, "Until I get old." Wait, until you get and then old. he said, and then he stopped talking, and I and I didn't know what to say because I had just ordered a drink with three equals. He said, "Or when I get diabetes." <laughs> and then he Wait, says, "What?" He said, "I don't think. Well, I, I don't have to worry about those fake sugars until I get old, or until I get diabetes. It runs in my family." <laughs> Wait, and what? I didn't even That's know what to say. I just looked at him like, "Whoa, this guy, this guy, this guy, really real." Wait, so so he told me, yeah, you don't need fake sugar until you're old. Did he realize what he was saying? No. Was that him trying to like backtrack I'm, or? I think maybe. I don't know. Maybe until I'm old or until at least I get diabetes. Until I get diabetes. It runs in my family. 
And then he hands me my coffee. And then so there's that. And I don't know what to say. I, I, I also said, I'm like, oh, things got real. And I'm sitting there wow. still going to have my coffee. So I like, give him back the Kindle. And then he gives me my iced coffee. And then he looks, he like leans over and he looks at me. And he's just like, those are wicked sunglasses. What? And I, <laughs> what the hell is going on in this know. place? Are they all on meth? I know they're all wholesome. They're just young. And they're on like, they're youth. wicked sunglasses. Like, I didn't know what to say, so I was just like, "Thanks, thanks, dude." <laughs> and I just took my coffee and I just stopped for a second. I just drove away and like, what just happened? I won't be able to eat that. Use equal what until I turn like I don't know old, like twenty four, and get diabetes or whatever. Or if I have diabetes, it runs in my family. Yeah, it runs in my <laughs> wicked that sunglasses. Is, that is. All over the place. It was, I I didn't even know it was happening. It runs in my family. It runs in my family. Jesus. Yeah, and so that, that's why I said I'm like, whoa, this got real. And then he didn't say anything after that. He handed me my coffee, told me my sunglasses were wicked. And then wicked like, sunglasses. Wicked sunglasses. <laughs> Want some poppers? <laughs> it was the weirdest, weirdest interaction. And I drove away with my iced coffee in my hand, like, what the fuck just happened? That is so strange. I mean, strange. Kelso is a strange town, but. Yeah, that's a it's a smaller town. And I know we've actually got quite a few listeners up in Long Beach. I Kelso love it. Area. I love the like the uh, Kelso, uh Kalama, like all of those like little tiny towns mm-hmm. along Woodland and these are all uh, little towns off of I five mm. if you're heading from Portland to Seattle. Uh wow. Yeah. It was, <laughs> was till I get old or get diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, it was like either he was like the cruelest Human or the dumbest? No, I think that's more of like an unintentional asshole. Yeah. Like he's not meaning bad. Like I don't think he's, he was he's not ill meaning. Me. Like I think he forgot at that point because after I had ordered <laughs> the equals, I think he had forgotten that I had ordered them because he was busy talking about their fake He'd already sugar forgotten tasting. that conversation. Yeah, I think he was busy talking about their fake sugar tasting and then it's like, like a bunch of golden retrievers. Since my sunglasses were wicked, maybe he thought that I was one of them until he realized he was giving the old lady her yeah. her iced coffee with three equals in it's it. It's like their memory only lasts about twenty seconds. You know, long enough they do a great job with the coffee, but but I think that's it. It's just like cycles through. Like they've already forgotten everything they've said. Yeah, they're like poodles because they're, they're at least yeah, in really their drinking to coffee. Look at, but you know, kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> that's kind of what it is. I think. Yeah. Damn. It was right. something. It was. I laughed when I because I was kind of stunned, and then I like pulled out, and I was waiting at the stoplight to get back onto I five, and I just kind of I sat in my car and like, what the hell just happened? Delicious coffee, by the way. Do you? They got it just right. Well, don't no, they make great coffee? They they, it's a good company, <laughs> you know. It really is. Um, but let me let me ask you this: Like, would you be able to tell the difference if it was like, say, a twelve ounce cup of coffee, and there was one either Splenda or an Equal in it? Would you know the difference between the two? Um, I only have it with iced coffee, so I don't really know f- for a hot coffee. If it was an iced coffee with uh, half and half in it, and with a split, like if the, like everything it, else is normal, would you be able to tell the difference between the equal and the Splenda? I don't know because I've never really had Splenda. Or I mean, like I a NutraSweet. Pro- I could or... probably tell if it wasn't equal. That's what I could tell. Because huh. I've used other things, and there's just something I, I just like. But the just taste iced of it. coffee. Just iced coffee. All right, we might. Yeah, have with to... with black coffee, uh, with hot coffee, I just take it black. With sometimes okay. a little cream, but with iced coffee. Okay. But if everything else were the same, you think maybe you'd be able to tell the difference between them? Maybe. I don't want to have a Scott Deli like That's is what I'm tasting. this is what I'm aiming at because I think we may may need to have a taste test here to see if you can tell the difference. Maybe we can Because you're like, obsessed maybe with we can get my equals. new friends. What if you don't really know? Maybe we can get my new friends the uh you know the Dutch Brothers and Kelso. Well, if they come on as, if they us. come on to sponsor, we oh, can yeah. absolutely we have can the Dutch Brothers from Kelso in there. But <laughs> <laughs> if, if there are any other coffee shops though, we would definitely be interested in a sponsorship because actually that would 
that would work well uh, with Fun on Private Radio. Yeah, I didn't even think about that until yeah, now. We well, are obsessed with coffee. Yeah, so that would work great. Um, also, we do need to facilitate a taste test, I believe. Okay. I think that's going to need to so. happen. So, yes, anyway, that was my morning. And okay. I'm feeling a lot better. And good. Uh, I'm kind of happy with my new diet. I feel like it's working really it's well. It's not a good idea that and it's not going to make you well. There we go. Your biceps are so big and strong, like they are made out of diamonds. Wow, thank you, Sarah. That is so creepy. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. (laughs) Oh, you said all kinds of things. I don't want to know what else I said. said, I feel violated. You said so many. many. I was wrong. That's not something I would ever say. No, well, I mean, but you did. So quite a a bit yesterday. All right, yeah, maybe we should take a break because we do have Mark Geary uh, coming in here in just a few minutes. He's going to be joining us, uh, talking about... Talking about a lot of things, I think. Awesome. We'll find out. Cool. Um, all right here on Fun Employment Radio. I have been wrong You're about so many the Fun things. Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs> You're such an ass. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The pitter-patter of their little feet. That's oh, their little stabby feet. This is, how do we, I mean, Mark just got in here and we're already talking about you uh, running away That's from stabbers. That's how we can tell he's a good human being because we're already just talking about being stabbed and texting sparkly leading, and all these things. It was a leading question, yeah, to find out. Uh, <laughs> my, my, opening, my opening interview question, uh, tell me about stabbers. <laughs> See, I think we are to Mark what uh, Dutch Brothers people are to their customers. Like okay. right now we're a little overwhelming. We're just like, you know what? I, I've, I've been here since uh, Tuesday morning. I, I took a Greyhound bus from Seattle uh, on on Monday night, which I honestly felt like central casting had had been involved in my fellow passengers. Incredible. <gasps> Pleased incredible. to be telling us about it. I love a good adventure. Uh, well, the, the the man who had about fourteen packs of beef jerky. That wonderful. <laughs> that wonderful. Uh, I, I'm sure it's a food supplement of some kind. Sure it is, yes. <laughs> Processed uh, meats are big here. Oh, and the, the smell. The smell. Oh, and, oh uh, see, that's when you have to be wary. You have to be like, all right, I'm in a, a common shared airspace. Like, you uh, can't eat all kinds of exotic no, smoked packaged meats. That was, that, that, yeah, that, but that, that person's not going to care, That kind of sensibility though. was no, kind of lost. Was lost. <laughs> and then there was this lovely, this, this lovely man. His name was Cadence. And... Uh, Hippie parents, he told me, and he was going to meet his girlfriend, Cherry Blossom. I, wow. I thought it was, it was some kind of... Oh, wow. Uh, or Sorry. Strawberry, strawberry shortcake. <laughs> what is something? She was, she was something. Anyway, she was waiting patiently in Portland, and I thought, uh, this is incredible. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you tour it. Yeah. So do you have the kind of the personality where you... jerky and the hippies. The beef jerky and the hippies. <laughs> do you have the personality where you kind of attract the crazy? Yeah. Wherever you're like, wow, interesting you say we. that. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I bartended. I lived I lived in New York for uh, for years and years, and I bartended. My brother had this place called the Scratcher in the East in, Village, right? In the, in the East Village on, mm. on Fifth Street, just off of the Barry. And uh, none of my fellow bartenders would work with me because uh, because of the level of the craze that was, you know, the upside down. The guy who's hanging out with me for the night mm-hmm. with the upside down copy of Moby Dick, and uh, you know, <laughs> just yeah, That's they were just drawn to you. I don't. You I'm, say I'm, that okay, about so me. So how do you get? I have never. Maybe it's an Irish thing. I I just fall into conversation with them, and, mm-hmm. and I have never been able to, you know, have a hex on them that they'll stay away. Right. You don't want to be rude. I can't be rude, and mm. and. Uh, and then they're living with me. And, you know. <laughs> they don't pay rent. Yeah, and yeah. it is amazing. I remember uh, years ago, uh, uh, I had a girlfriend. And she was saying, "Are you? Who are you talking to on the phone?" And I said, "Well, uh, Barb from uh, American Express is calling me." She said, "Yeah, but you're inviting her 
to dinner? How, how, <laughs> how did that transpire? How do we, you know, and it always oh. happened. And, and I suppose that as a as a musician, as a singer, and and you know, you're going out to the world, you're going out to greet the world. You're you're. I, I'm just predisposed to kind of. I, I I don't necessarily subscribe to the 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 fox world view. So the world is mm-hmm. scary. The mm-hmm. world is to be avoided. Stay at home. Arm yourself. All of that. Right. You know, yeah. Bill Higgs thing. You know. Yeah. AIDS, war, death, famine. You mm-hmm. know, stay dig a basement. Uh, yeah, stay in there. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So I guess I'm 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 kind of predisposed to kind of, for the most part, have my arms open and and just you know, walk a mile in their shoes, even with the beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what Greg and I do with our show as well, because we too are are attract like the crazy is attracted to us. Oh yeah, me more so because I'm I engage them more. Well, than Well, you Greg engage. Does. They're attracted well, to me. That's the same thing. Like I don't want to be rude, yeah. but at the same time, like yeah. I, uh, you know, people have things that they want to yeah. say. I kind of get a chuckle out of it too. I know. You know just just what comes <laughs> at you and. <laughs> And then we get some like show fodder, like maybe it's an interesting mm-hmm. conversation, sure. something that we haven't thought of before. Yeah, well, cadence, cadence will be a story that I'll tell. I'm, I have no question. And I'll, uh, there's a, you know, that great, that great line. You don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. You know. <laughs> so, uh, so, so what will just, cadence evolve to? Do you think? Well, I don't know. I'm gonna. I, I have a show tonight, and uh, <clears throat> I'm sure. Yeah, I'm. I, we we could. We, I could end up on the reservation, <laughs> working in, in the casino or doing something. I, who knows? Shout out to Strawberry Shortcake out there. Yes. Too, by the way. <laughs> this one's for you, Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> Keeping it real. Yeah, yeah. So, have you been playing shows since you've been in town? Uh, I, I did a radio. Uh, the first show is tonight, and uh, and then I have one on Sun uh, Saturday as well. Um, and I did a show in Seattle. I mean, it's a really quick visit. I, I have this new. This new record uh, that you know, I just have another fourteen thousand hours to work on it, and you know, oh, just wow. this, this endless. Uh, so it's getting to the end. It's getting to the actually. I've I've uh, the songs are done, and now you listen, and you, you know, you you you're putting on you're putting on music that that maybe a dog on the street isn't even hearing, but you're you you just just to make it kind of ready. There's a there's an audible kind of click in your head, and it goes oh, yeah. okay. Uh, we've done it. We've made it. So, so I go back and do that. And I just wanted to kind of do a little tour, just to kind of gig bash the songs. You know, yeah. As a solo guy, I can do that. I can just, you know, uh, in, in Dublin, my brothers would say, "Is is that a real song or one you wrote yourself?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, so, so a real song is a song that is actually played in front of an audience. So if you're if you're working on music and you're working on a new record. For the most part, a band are kind of locked in there, mm-hmm. yeah. Until it's and then they don't even know if it, if it's any good yet. You know, so, you so know, they've had no audience response. They have nothing. They don't, they have nothing. Yeah. And there's a magic to that. I mean, Radiohead are releasing the record, and you know, there's a magic to oh my god, no one has he- heard this. Mm-hmm. But it is a thrill to kind of have uh, write a song in the morning, and then by by that night, it's already. I think the brain kind of challenges you, or uh, me as a writer, I suppose it challenges me to com- commit to. The writing of it, okay, it's a couple of scraps of paper. That's a bit of a chorus or whatever. Uh-huh. But in front of an audience, I can't just go. This is a bit of this, and yeah, so just, just let me start over here. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, no, I'm going to read you that. There's, so yeah. there's something, there's something about being in front of a, li- a live audience that that uh, kind of makes you commit and makes you kind of perform the song. So it's it's a kind of a it's a tightrope, but it, I, it's fantastic to do. And then I go back to the studio, and then I go, you know what? I, there was this thing I did, or this. In the midst of my panic of trying to <laughs> sing the song or whatever, so that's that's why I do it, you know. That's that's what what made you want to start playing music just as a as a career. 
You know, I mean, because that's kind of a scary jump, like, yeah, when you decided to do that. You know what? I, hand on heart, I, I I never thought of it as as a career. I yeah. Just, it, it was the thing... It was the thing I did when I was not doing well in school. It was the thing I the thing I did when I was not doing well with a girlfriend. It was the you know, mm-hmm. it was the, the 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 thing I gravitated to. I always listened to music and you know a lot of a lot of kind of trapped away in my bedroom listening to music and learning the guitar and um, and then I went to New York. I got I I got, I got a one way ticket and went to New York. When did you go to New York? Right there. Ninety two. Ninety two. I kind of ran away from Ireland and uh, or they they. Asked me to leave, which, whichever, <laughs> whichever it was, and and uh, my brother had this place called the the, the Chine Cafe, that was kind of a kind of a thing. Then um, Jeff Buckley played there, and it's uh, amazing. Um, and it was just it was it was the place you would you you show up on a, at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, and it would be band after band after band, and it was just it was incredible. It was incredible. It was really really daunting uh, to show up because you know the New Yorkers had. Uh, chutzpah, I guess the Yiddish, mm. and uh, uh, they just had talent and 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 confidence and whatever, and I had none of that. I had a couple of songs and whatever, so I. I That's I would, so intimidating. Yeah, but 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 you know, I remember talking to someone in like New York, like a lot of places, is the place of excellence. So mm. if you want to, if you want to play there, if you want to kind of try survive there, that's the challenge, you know. So you kind of, you kind of sink or swim there. I think more than more than. More than other places where it's a little comfortable and people are a little bit more you gen- can cover out your gentle, niche yeah, like, all yeah. of that. Like maybe maybe there's maybe there's a lot to be said about the we don't care, mm. <laughs> you know? yeah, we really don't care. If you die, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't show up, you might yeah. be that dead. Is, <laughs> but there's something kind of brutal. I, I I would always kind of kind of think of it as a there's a scene in uh, the beginning of Shawshank Redemption where they. They put money on who's going to crack first. Do you know this scene? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a bit, New York's a bit like that, where you, you'd kind of go, I don't think she's going to make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll you know, see what happens. Suddenly but. they're back to the Midwest, and they go, you know, I can't take it here. It's awful, and people are so mean, and I just can't take it anymore. Greg, <laughs> Greg and I have a similar game with, that we play with our friends as to who we think is going to turn out to, who's going to snap and, like, murder somebody. <laughs> Well, because we do live in a serial killer, you know, in the Pacific Northwest. This is the territory. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true, yeah. So we have uh, thought about it many <laughs> no, times. No, I don't think what, that we're actually... Living... Oh, the the Green River Killer, Ted Bundy, was from here. Okay. Um, yeah, Green I think we have River more... Killer, I don't know him. He, he... Yeah, he... it was a Northwest. Yeah, it was a Northwest thing. Yeah. I think it was college so girls. Plan... Yeah. It no, pretty... it was uh, prostitutes. Prostitutes. We're really, just really getting dark here all of a sudden. Like, <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the Northwest... Sorry, because Mark is like the most pleasant guy. I'm like, how can we I know, let me just... Well, you've already brought up stabbing. Thrilled about start, you know Stumptown coffee and sushi. <laughs> oh and no, we have serial killers. Yang. Since Sarah got strep throat, she's really turned dark. I don't know what's going on there. Oh, you can it's go just... on the Shanghai Tunnel tour here in town. No, what's, what's that? Oh, that is pretty cool. It is pretty dark. It's also very very history. dark. Like... So in downtown, um, back in like the, I think it started in like 1850s up until World War II, they had a bunch of tunnels that ran under downtown that were supposed to be to help stock uh, stores and it ran from the docks. Okay. So these tunnels would run from the docks all the way up into these stores, but they yeah, were also... where like the river is right here. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Mm. okay. Yeah, from the Willamette, so the ships would come in and then, you know, stock all the stores downtown. But they would turn those into 
basically all these ships were coming and, and shipping things and they didn't have enough crew. So they would pay these bartenders, especially in oh my God. Chinatown and kind of old town area downtown. It was just like a seedy place because you'd get like lumberjacks and people who just had a bunch of money. They'd be by themselves blowing in on opium dens and things like that. <sighs> and they'd, they'd uh, drug them. And they're still in some of these bars. They, you can see it and they'll show you how they work. They have trap doors where you'd be sitting at the bar. They'd drug these guys. They'd pass out, pull the trap door knock them downstairs into these tunnels, and then they'd throw them in cages in there. And then when the ships would come in, they'd want to buy some crew. They'd drug them again and throw them onto the ship. And then they'd wake up in the middle of the Pacific. Yeah, they wake wherever. up. Yeah, yeah they wake up. And they're, they're already out to sea. And so History. then it's either you jump off the ship or you're, you're on the ship for you're a... You're working. Yeah, you're working. yeah, yeah so you have like two choices. a few years, and then they'll, they That's might like, And you're basically you a slave. Maybe not. That's yeah, kind of Deadwood stuff, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was really. Wow. And that happened. I mean, wow. Portland yeah. has a really dark history. Like it's all you know sprinkled over with like Portlandia, and look at how happy yeah. and bubbly we were. Yeah. But I mean, Portland itself was built on a lot of a lot of seedy, seedy stuff. Yeah. So there we go. We went there. <laughs> wow. There we are. That, that, I, I'm chilled to the bone with that story. I really. Yeah, you know. it's pretty fascinating. Like the, wow, okay. the tours downtown. Have you been so, to Portland before? I have. I did. I did a couple of shows here, uh, uh, Mississippi Studios and um, uh, uh, Glenn Hansard, my uh, my my buddy. Um, oh, Glenn Hansard, your buddy. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Hansard from the Frames and Swell Season. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so we did. The uh, we yeah. we did a. He would take me take me along, and um, I'd do the support slots, uh, and uh, you know Seattle and Portland, and up to Vancouver, and and, and things. So I've been here a couple of times, a couple of times. Um, but not yeah. for this significant of a chunk of time. No, no, no. This is this is like I was saying to you. This feels like almost like a. Uh, in, in Ireland, we have a busman's holiday. A kind of a, like, you know. A four-day jolly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called a busman's holiday. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a kind of a, a bank holiday on a, on a Monday, so you you know the guy would get off on a, on the on the on the Friday, and you know would bring his kids to, you know, just on on someone else's bus, uh-huh. like a magical mystery tour type of thing. Go off <laughs> ten miles somewhere and go. Hey, we're here. We're here. <laughs> there <Wow>. we are. <laughs> kind of cheap, cheapest chips, and uh, 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 that was the holiday. Oh, yeah. yeah. So well, I do. Uh, if you haven't, have you spent any time downtown? Uh, downtown so, where? Uh, downtown in Portland. In relation to? Oh, uh, in relation to where we are. We're in we're in southeast. I guess if you don't, no if you're not clue. familiar yeah. with it, so you oh, probably yeah. haven't. So we'll point you in the direction of where you can see the old town and okay. all of uh, the stuff. That I'm we kind of grasping. It's about. a kind of a quad, and it is. Uh, it's a quad uh, system. Uh, there's kind of Burnside, and then there's. Um, so I'm I'm staying in uh, northeast. That's okay. Where I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw the Bollywood Theater. I went to Bamboo Sushi. I went to oh on division division yes mm-hmm. yes division fantastic um, that's actually some... toward our, that's our neighborhood kind of okay mm-hmm. beautiful there yeah it's beautiful. not bad yeah, yeah. well and you're performing right over there too off of Clinton am I uh, yeah yeah you are okay. uh, Clinton and twentieth that's that's where your show is I believe I, I kind of have handlers who kind of Whoa. just. It kind of put me in a cage at night, and then kind of <laughs> a couple of saltines, and then right. out for the day, and tell and me then prod what to you do. a little bit, and like, okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm playing tonight in in that place. Uh, you are playing. Let me get, pull up your show here really quick, just so I've got. <laughs> yeah, the I, I would like to. I just got back into town too, so I would like to know. Uh, it is. I'm sorry. I should have had this. I'll fix this in the podcast and post. That's okay. Because I had your show. How humiliating, Greg. No, right? (laughs) Right? I'm just realizing Mike and I went back back and forth on like 19 emails. All right. Well, then I'm going to ask Mark a question. So how did you and Glenn Hansard uh, come about? 
working together? Was it start as a friendship or more? Absolutely, a friendship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, in in Dublin, years and years and years ago, as 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 buskers, as um, and then I went to New York, and then he would come over, and uh, and we'd be playing really little tiny coffee shop gigs, and played in Chennai, and then we I found him some other gigs, and we just. Um, He's just always been, always been the guy that I, we 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 talked about all all of the stuff. Being a working musician, That's you know, wonderful. incredible and incredibly gracious guy, and uh, um, kind of watched the. Uh, was it kind of exciting for you to see I, that? Yeah, to see that happen. Absolutely, absolutely, it was, and and uh, so so then we, uh, you know, I I I I know Marquetta, and so I went to the Czech Republic for the first time, and found this whole other kind of country of. Places to play and and whatever. So that's that's really what I've been doing for the last kind of fifteen years wow. of kind of finding little places, finding countries that go. You know what? Just come. Almost that I'm a scout that I go ahead and and as the solo guy and just find these kind of little places and people that are encouraged by what I do and then I go back with a band and just just to work, just to keep working house concerts and you know anything anything that gets me to the anything that's winnable. Mm-hmm. You know. I won't be in the sports bar. I won't be in the, you know, those. I I, I can't do those gigs anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These soul destroying and uh, you know when people you know you kind of younger musicians would ask me you know what, you know what do you do what do you how do you how do you get you know in the world we live in with the with social media and the squall to rise above all of the nonsense where people are taking pictures of their their chips and their French fries and <laughs> you know how, do, how how am I relevant in all of this madness and mm. I would always say just you kind of choose your battle. Mm-hmm. You choose the places that you go where, where there's a receptive kind of people that would that would kind of understand and and kind of be a little loving. It's all very hippie. I've I've become actually over the years. <laughs> just, I just don't. I think that's I, you wonderful. Know, I just don't do the battle. I just. It don't seems do open. The, it doesn't you know? seem hippie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I just because you know, uh, touring can be can be brutal. It can be really really right. really hard and lonesome and, and especially and, uh, on your own too. Touring by yourself. Tough. It can be tough. Now yeah. I always you know I don't want to make it out. I I I have amazing friends in Portland. I have amazing friends in Seattle, and and because I've I've always been kind of brave or. A little crazy. I, I I constantly make friends, and I and it's a real thing. It's a it's a you know based on kind of mutual respect and and whatever. So people uh, have been just incredibly kind to me. But maybe you put that out, and that's what you get. Maybe yeah, that's the, mm-hmm. it returns. That's the that's the lesson, you know. So um, so somewhere that other guy's getting a bunch of beef jerky. Somewhere. Uh, well, the other guy actually on on the bus was had come from Seattle, and he was going to Florida. On the bus. That's a on long the bus. On that's the a long flight, let alone a bus trip. Oh wow, that's gonna be four or five days. I bet on the bus. Just sitting there. How the bus? Yeah, a couple of changes. maybe longer than that. Yeah, I think he said something like the twenty third. He'll land in in Orlando. Damn. Yeah, that's quite some time. Yeah, and I you got here a couple of days ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, yeah. He's still there. He's still on the bus. Well, somewhere. it just shows you still the appeal of Disneyland. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible! You know? It's still worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And he was on his own. He was just, you know, <laughs> just go in there. God, I just always want this. It's the Magic Kingdom, you know. <laughs> well, um, Mark, yeah, we do know where you're playing. We do indeed. Oh, so uh, yes, and Tell and us. I will say this: Mike had sent it over perfectly. I just uh, did not click on the link correctly right mm-hmm. now. So you are playing at uh, AMPM PR's living room. 
Okay, which yeah. is which sounds like a really cool uh, gig. Yeah. And it's at two zero zero six Southeast Clinton. So this is Mike Phillips, and you guys have probably heard him on Fun Employment Radio before, and we've talked about him. Mike is so great. Yeah, great he's guy. he's fantastic. Great, great guy. And the show's tonight at six thirty p.m. and ten dollar donation, but you do need to RSVP. So. Um, just shoot Mike an email, and that is mike at ampmpr.com. We'll post a link on our site, too. Yeah, I think I go on about 7 o'clock, so if, seven o'clock. if people you know, don't worry about having a little bite to eat and, and coming. Perfect, yeah. Uh, 6.30 gig sounds a little... <laughs> a little too early. Little. People like to... Go, <laughs> actually, in Portland, people do like to go out early. Okay. It's early I'm, because my, I have like you know friends that live in Seattle, and they're like, all right, well, we'll go out about like 9.00. In Portland, yeah. it's about seven. It was this game I used seven. to play in New York where you'd tell someone, honestly, I'm going to be on stage at nine. You'd be on stage at 11.30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, they, and they'd get there at 12.30. Yeah. Just, you know. It's just, just how it is. It's just incredible. Incredible. Well, um, Mark, do you think you might be able to play a song for us? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Sweet. That would be so great. Hey, Sarah. Uh, just, yes. Why don't we aim that mic just over a little bit, too? And then, yeah. Otherwise, this one should be good enough to pick up pretty okay. much everything. Oh, it will. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, point, the, I'll point the guitar. To, uh, <laughs> You've done this a couple times before. Okay. Um, so I, I wanted to just do a new song, uh, uh, just that record I'm talking about. So um, uh, this is a song called ba- uh, Battle of Troy. Um, I was lost Lost between words that deceive me All the cost Burning us up with the feeling Oh, 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 oh. I return the words that I promised I'd broken in half a burn Except for the ones left unspoken Oh, 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 I'll never look again That's when the room caught fire Burn all the books you can I didn't come I wanted to last while the feeling I'm deaf, I'm dumb Count all the words on the ceiling. Oh, 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 so tired always lost the joy count those battles in our holy war this holy war that's when the room caught fire I'll never look again that's when the room caught fire burn all the books you can 
That's when the room caught fire I can't get out of bed That's when the room caught fire Burn all the books you can Oh, oh Oh, oh, oh Oh, oh, oh Oh, 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 oh. Hey. Wow, that was amazing. That was fantastic. That's brand new. Yeah. That Dude, seems like yeah. you've always played that. <laughs> I know. That's the hope. That's the hope. Yeah. Try, um, yeah. You try get songs. It sounds like just, nothing I've heard, but it sounds so familiar. It's yeah, right. beautiful. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, that's that's you know that's the the hope that you you know the you know ninety percent perspiration, ten percent inspiration. <laughs> that you, that that's the stuff that that hopefully you you get. You keep working and working, and then these I it, I wrote itself almost. Wow! But you play you know this is an A minor, E minor. Uh-huh. I played that for twenty years, and I I never right. played it like that. I never and then put it quite together. Like, wow! What's that? What's that? And and then it just. That's just works hope. its way that's, into it. That's the whole. Oh, that, you, that was you know. beautiful. Thank you. Thank that's you very fantastic. Much. Well, thank you, Mark. Very much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, where can people who aren't here in town like find out find out about your shows? Where to go? Uh, uh, I'm 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 forever on on Twitter. It's uh, mg two one two is my little handle. That's the New York uh, little phone two one two. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was at the and, 503. and uh, the five hundred three. That's cool mm-hmm, too. Yeah. That's cool too. <laughs> um, and Facebook, they could friend request and say hello. I'm on Spotify. I'm on iTunes. I'm on whatever. And then you know I go back and, and finish this record and hopefully get it done by June. And then I'll be back. Well, I'll come back here in July. I think I'm back. Um, oh, nice. To do uh, a little run around. If you would ever like to come back again. Yeah. You are absolutely welcome. I'll, I'll bring sugar. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I will have sugar by it's the time true. you get okay, here. Okay, you have sugar. Like, I don't even I'll think we bring... brought this up because we had this discussion earlier in the show before you came in and we did not have sugar here yeah. for Mark's coffee. <clears throat> the other so. thing I found yesterday was a thing called a latte dunker. A latte dunker. I don't even know what that is. What is a latte dunker? Okay. Uh, it's kind of crack cocaine for, <laughs> uh, for, for, the, um, for the sugar coffee guy. Okay. So it's like a, a, like a little rectangular pastry thing completely immersed in caramel and more sugar and maybe some molasses and corn syrup and maybe some more you know it's just sugar yeah a block of sugar and you d- you dunk you dunk in your latte oh so it's like candy you dunk in your latte oh, it's heaven oh that's, that's amazing <laughs> so you have a tiny bit of a sweet tooth i have a sweet tooth just and i'm i'm seriously i just the portland coffee thing i just go around and just i'm I'm it's pretty great. Bags. I'm like a mule, coffee mule. I'm going to be bringing back to Dublin. Uh, it's fantastic. You can make shift your, your own bag. Pack. Okay, it's, just, you know, it's just coffee, I swear. I promise. I promise. Yeah. And latte dunkers. <laughs> yeah. Latte dunkers. I love it. Well, yeah. Mark, thank you so much. Oh, my and pleasure. Thanks for this. This is, this is so wonderful. Yeah. And for anybody tonight, so ampmpr.com, that's Mike Phillips' site. And there's a link right there on how you can RSVP. We'll put and one so, up on our show, yeah, too. Yeah. It's really important to support local businesses. Yeah. You know, people are trying to you know local music not local music just yeah. the arts in general <coughs> yeah. and this is a way that you could do that yeah I, I think Portland are Portlanders seem to be very 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 hands-on with with other musicians they seem to be mm. unlike other places I think that's a, a really cool it says everything you need to know about a city that kind of takes care of that stuff yeah you know yeah great absolutely and we bring wonderful talent like you to town woohoo 
Or I, I you know, I, I just keep ringing the, the buzzer until you let me in. <laughs> I know, yeah, our buzzer didn't work, of course. Also, yeah. just to pre-warn you, when you come back in a couple months, it's yeah. going to be about 50 degrees hotter in here. Whoa. So we'll be... It'll be like our own little uh, little steam well, room. I was in expecting. Here. I was honestly expecting the gloom and the the you know because Portland is is Ireland with optimism. Oh That's yeah. What I was <laughs> you That's know, good. it's for uh, now. Yeah. For <laughs> now. You know, you know, it just feels like that. But I was expecting rain clouds and and a bit of drizzle. And uh, you can imagine our, our our weather forecast people in in Ireland. You know, <laughs> oh, they, yeah. they they show up every night, and you go, "You're lying." Just, <laughs> there is no, no is. there is no break in these clouds. It will <laughs> never yeah. happen. That's, that's generally what it is like here too. Yeah, that's right. pretty funny. Yeah, except for it's either like ridiculously hot now or just yeah. totally gloomy. There's no in between. Right. Okay. Right. Nothing. Wow. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio, and uh, big thank you to Mark. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.